to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars Sessions podcast part that he loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars Sessions. This is the way, this is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me here as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there. He's been looking very dapper recently. It's Master Blywalker Luke Bly, how are you doing mate? Oi oi Savaloi! Mate, if I came to an event dressed in a bin bag, you would say that I was dressed yeah. dapper. That's just who you are. But we weren't we were we thought we were at an event yesterday, last night, weren't we, mate? Yeah. Which is pretty cheeky. Pretty and cheeky. you were looking dapper at the event. I I loved last night. We we were privileged enough to be invited by Disney UK and Lucasfilm to the UK multimedia screening of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Uh, review on that drop in Friday, right? This Friday yes, with uh, Matt and Newbold from Fanthatrax. We sat in uh, Waxy's little sister, the old pub in. Uh, London, and we recorded what 20 25 minutes of a non spoiler thoughts more than anything mm. on the Dial of Destiny straight out of the cinema. But yeah, great uh, privilege uh, that we don't take lightly to be able to go up there, watch the film, um, celebrate Harrison Ford because come on, come on, it's Harrison Ford, and um, hang out with some great people the Fanta guys, Charlie from the Imperial Senate podcast, uh, obviously Lukey Boy as well, and being up in the big smoke is always a, it's always a good uh, time if not a little bit tiring. But yeah, mate, great time. Cheeky uh, Midnight Burger King run as well, wasn't it? Oh, we, little, uh, was it a cheese melt? <laughs> yeah, we'd gone, we'd gone to uh, the pub after the event and we were like, right, let's get a little recorded in, maybe have a cheeky pint. Matt, Matty Boy and I had a pint and on the way home, we we're like, are we hungry? Because the timings of it, it's all a bit odd because it's like during dinner time, isn't it? You yes. know, you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. mate, you know, I've not actually managed to eat anything yet. So cheeky Midnight Burger King. But listen, we have, I'm wearing, I'm wearing my Return of the Jedi t-shirt uh, because it's the best Star Wars film. And today we are talking a lot, arguably, uh, we're yeah, talking yeah. <laughs> from a certain point of view. <laughs> uh, we're talking Star view. Wars, we're, we're, we're talking Star Wars films, yes. aren't we? It's an action-packed, news-themed episode, and I can't wait to get stuck in, mate. Can't wait. Yeah, we're going to be diving into the news, and before we uh, check out the news round, we've got a little announcement from the Patreon department at Sessions HQ, haven't we, mate? Yeah, huge shout-out to our latest patrons, Lewis, who has joined at the Sith Lords are our speciality, and Emily Thomason. Thomason? Is that how you'd say it, my boy? It Emily Tom. Thomason, who's joined at the Hello There tier. What a pair of sick heads. Welcome. Welcome to the Patreon. Enjoy the bonus content and enjoy enjoy the goods. Enjoy all of the goodies and all the plans that we have for our Patreon, guys. It means the world to us. Thank you so much for supporting. Uh, if you're not part of the Patreon, 
There is tons of bonus content over there, patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions, or just download the app and search us, like Star Wars Sessions, just search us up, Star Wars Sessions. Yeah, $2, mate, $2. There's only one of us in there, so you ain't going to get mixed up. Check it out. Yeah, what everything everything Luke said. Thank you, Lewis, and thank you, Emily, for signing up to our Patreon. We've got plenty of stuff coming in the future and this month, in fact. So keep your ears out for that. I'm sure you're going to find it as dirty as ever. But generally, thank yeah. you for supporting the sessions. You're keeping us going. We love both of you. We love everyone, but we love both of you more at the minute. Thank you very much for that, guys. <laughs> but Lukey Boy said uh, we'll be diving into the news this week, and we are. We're going to be talking news, news, news. But before that. I can hear the chimes of Big Ben Kenobi in my ear, which I know what it means. You know what it means. Tell the world what it means, my friend. It must mean, my boy. It's a galactic news round. Ah, yeah, come on. Michael Shannon has revealed that he turned down a role in Star Wars, stating, I don't ever want to get stuck in a franchise. I don't find them interesting, and I don't want to perpetuate them. Ahsoka star Rosario Dawson has heaped praise on Dave Filoni saying I think he's one of the greatest I've ever worked with in this medium and in this space and in a recent interview with Ebony John Boyega reflected on his casting in the sequel trilogy saying it brings back the sweetest memories and it reminds me of how far I've come independent of that Hi, this is Roger Christian, the Academy Award winning set decorator on the first Star Wars, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Read all about it, or in this case, listen all about it. News, news, news. This week, I know. (laughs) Come on, come on, come on. We we enjoy doing these episodes, maybe not for those awful uh, marketplace intros but we always enjoy like a news and a gossip episode getting to dive into some of the headlines that have come out in recent weeks and this one is a bit of a doozy because it is mainly about what we've been wanting to hear about for the longest time star wars movies we obviously got the announcement of the three films at star wars celebration uh we didn't know anything about them other than the directors and a basic synopsis we now have theatrical release dates for them Uh, And we've got some other news to be jumping into as well. So, Lukey boy, let's talk some Star Wars movies. And again, just for just up top, just for anyone who might be new to the sessions, if so, welcome. Hype levels for the three films that have currently been announced. High. Very, very, very high. Very high. I I, I keep thinking to myself, I'm like, I love I love Star Wars television. You know, I adore Andor. I I, I adore a lot of the content we've we've got. And I I know it's not perfect, but I really enjoy those Wednesday mornings watching new Star Wars on the telly. But nothing beats nothing beats Star Wars in the cinema, does it? Does it? it? It belongs there, right? It's it's a big screen experience. It's always been a big screen event. And Disney Plus has done um, an excellent job in tiding us over and it will continue to do so. But I think most of us, I don't want to speak for everyone, but most of us 
are ready now for Star Wars on the big screen for the build up, for the hype, for the theories, for the speculation, for the casting announcements, for the back for the off screen controversies that always happen to uh, hmm. these big productions. And more importantly, to sitting down in the multiplex, the lights go down, the Lucasfilm logo, and then none of that matters. We're, we're locked in for two, two and a half hours. We're, that's what it's all about, isn't it? It is. It is. And it's it's all, all of that is magical to me. And you kind of can't, you can't beat it. You know, I loved Indiana Jones uh, last night in London, seeing the Lucasfilm logo. You're like, oh, wow, no, this is, this is special. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. I cheered. It's self a little cheer self, you know, a few people cheering alongside. It was great, great, great fun. Great fun. But again, I, yeah, I I know this isn't the case for some people, but it's not quite Star Wars, not quite Star Wars. So I'm very much looking forward to not just new Star Wars films, mate, but the promise of new eras. And I, I, I think I said during our celebration coverage and our uh, subsequent Star Wars celebration episodes that it's a smart move announcing three Star Wars films that aren't just a trilogy, but rather three separate Star Wars films that are set during different eras and are covering completely different bases completely different bases so yes mate i'm very excited Uh, i am optimistic but i'm an optimistic person but i'm looking forward to sharing like a few details maybe a few of those feelings have matured a little bit in the two months since we've found out about these films um and we got some juice by the way by the way just a heads up i do have I, i i said to matty boy off here off there i've got a tradesman in the house at the moment so you might hear some diy being done <laughs> and it's not me it's just this there's a guy just fixing one of my ceilings <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh, yeah just letting you know but uh, yeah uh, matty boy there's been a little bit of gossip there's been a little bit of juice do you want to walk us through the update the latest update in the uh soap opera that is Ooh. star wars filmmaking Yes, with pleasure. Uh, right, so we knew that there was going to be uh, a Star Wars film, we thought, coming out in December 2025, and then moving on from there on and there on. However, the films have been announced for two months, and we've already had the first movement, or delay, if you want to call it, in these Star Wars films. Now, let's caveat that by saying this is a Disney-wide slate uh, and of course the um the writers guild of america their strike is having is having a huge effect on on production mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. hollywood um productions themselves tv and film tv and tv film. and film anything yeah anything that requires somebody to write something on on a page or on a laptop is off but um so yeah this this has come mainly from deadline uh, D- uh disney have made a slew of high profile changes and additions to its theatrical release calendar so they've moved back um, all of the Marvel films, all of the Avatar films, which I'm sure we'll kind of weave in and out um, as we go on. But in terms of Star Wars now, 2025, December, we had a date fixed. That's now being pushed for, uh, forward, back, sorry. May the 22nd, 2026 is our first currently official uh, release date for the next Star Wars film. We then have one coming out seven months later on December the 18th, 2026, and then one year later, December the 17th, 2027. So we now have three Star Wars films coming out within within 18 months of each other, two in the same year, which uh, 
I think has caused a lot of consternation between uh, fans mm-hmm. online. But yeah, we've now got these new th- these three new films. We have dates later than we thought. They are going to be going up against uh, lots of other films because of this. But the first question I've got to ask you, mate, is given the strike action and given the fact that you know the, these dates were kind of set in stone, but they weren't originally the December twenty twenty five stuff. You heard this. Were you sitting there thinking, oh, oh, here we go again? (laughs) Here we go again. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yes, I did. I did a little bit. I did a little bit. And and is it me or is it like six months? Not that long. I know it's long, but it's not that long. I'm sure The Force Awakens had a six month bump, didn't it? It did. But then everything else did with the exception of Solo, which brings me to my first point. The last time Star Wars did this, you know, it didn't go well, you know, releasing two films in one year. I I do think this could be different. I I think the context and, yeah, it it is completely different. However, there is is some poetry here. And ultimately, like what you said up top, mate, this is a Disney decision. You know, this is a distribution, a studio decision. Yeah. And it's affected Avatar, right? Avatar's had to move and therefore that's had a domino effect on the rest of the Disney slate. But what we got to remember is that Disney has a, has a funny financial system, doesn't it? It's, it's, it's reporting, it's yearly reportings. I'm pretty sure go from something like October to October. Yeah. Is that right? Something odd like that. It's September or October, yeah. Yeah. And 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 therefore, right, financially, financially, this Star Wars film, Star Wars film one, right, which was 2025 December, is now 2026 May. That is still in the same financial year. Okay. And yes. the following Star Wars film, which releases apparently the same year in 2026 in December, is in the next financial year. Now, some of you might be thinking, that's not a big deal. Like, why, why should I care about that? It's, oh, it very, it's very, very, very important. And it's a major factor in why Solo was released in May 2018 and not December 2018. Because financially, yep. these are two separate years. And Disney want to earn a certain amount of money in a financial year because maybe it, it, it affects cost, it affects cash flow, lots of things. It's, it's, it's quite nuanced. And it's quite yep. complex, but that's the that's that's kind of the short of it. Okay, so that's why it's been moved to the May. Um, t- two films in one year is so stupid. You're not it's a fan. So stupid. No, I'm not a fan at all. It's ridiculous. Ooh. It's absurd. It's stupid. It's impatient. It's reactionary, and it's um, yeah, it's 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 a it's short sighted. That's it. That's what I think. It can work. But it's why would you put this pressure on yourself? Why would you do that? It it's it's absurd, and that's mm-hmm. the problem: is that they are abiding by this financial calendar system. Yeah, which again, I I, I for, yeah. from a real world perspective, I used to work in a finance department, nothing like Disney, but you know, I used to I have a rough idea of how it works, and sometimes letting these decisions play out just because of financial planning or year ends or month ends is just stupid. Yep. It's box ticking. It's yep. box ticking at the biggest level in Hollywood, and uh, no, mate, I am not a fan. I think this is absolutely 
stupid and outrageous. It's stupid. Six first Star Wars film in what? What's it going to be? Six and a half years or something? Give or take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be six and a half years. Six and a half years, and and you're going. Oh, here's the new Star Wars film. Oh yeah, don't forget six months time. We've got another one popping out. What? At least. And and correct me if I'm wrong, May boy, but didn't Kathy Kennedy just come out the 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 office the other day saying? You know, Star Wars suits more of a, a, a you know, a, a an event release. Yeah, James you Bond's know, we're not. We don't want to be tied down by dates and you know by release schedules. Sorry, mate. Yeah, Kathy Kennedy. I'm a big fan of Kathleen Kennedy. She's great. She's not perfect. I have my criticisms of her. I'm not one of these people who's like, oh, she's the best producer. Yes, she's a great producer. She's a phenomenal producer. But as a president, that's a different thing. She's made some mistakes. She's not been perfect. And to come out and say this stuff, mate, I, mate, she keeps, Kathy keeps saying stuff that she shouldn't. And it's getting a little bit absurd now in the last 12 months. She's said a few things that you're like, why say that? Why, why, why say that? Oh, you know what? You know, you know, it needs to be more of an event. And uh, mate, you got two films coming out in one year. <laughs> That's yeah. Like, and we yeah, found this out, what, three weeks now. Oh, <laughs> sorry as you can tell i feel a i feel a kind of way about this mate what are you feeling may 2026 december 2026 the whole thing is it gonna happen is Ooh. it is it even gonna happen well that's the question mate is and it and this is more of a lucasfilm rather than a disney thing is can we actually be confident <laughs> that these dates are actually going to happen ignoring the writer's strike of the minute which um again is is a big deal and you know pay the guys what they're worth but yeah. can we really say these are going to come out then? For now, these are the dates. So I'm working towards them mentally in my head. I'm thinking, right, we've got three years until the first Star Wars film in, yeah, by then six and a half years comes out. But then to have one come out in December, it's a funny one because um, for the most part, I do, I do agree with you because the event side of the films are, are lost. I mean, a film a year. Uh, you know, that was fine. Every December, that was fine because you have a year to uh, get back into the swing of it. You have a year to miss the wars. Because remember, I assume, sorry, that when these films are coming out, we are going to still have some kind of Disney Plus presence as well with Star Wars. So when, it's going to be that potential overload. So I think that's going to slow down, though, just just, just to pipe in. I think, in it there, w- I think, I think you're right. Down. I, I mean, I hope it does effective. as well, but it's not yeah. cost effective. And also, there, there is, you know, too much can be enough. Um, usually I would have said, no, give give it to me, give it to me, give it all to me. Give me the star Wars. I don't want want to wait three years between films because of the fast food world that we live in now. But yeah, no, it just, something doesn't smack me in the right way here. And I think, like you said, it feels impatient. Smack you in the right. You know, sometimes (laughs) you can get a slap and it feels all right, but this time I'm not having it. Um, it does feel impatient. Like you said, it feels a little bit greedy. And it yeah. feels a bit presumptuous as well. I just think if you're going to move it to May, maybe put them all out in 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 May of each year. Now move move it to May, or or find a way to put the 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 first one in December 2026, and just go from there. Two in a year can be overkill. And remember, they're going to be. We assume the first film was going to be New Jedi Order, Sharmina Bajanoy's Ray themed film. And then word on the bird is that the December 2026 will be the Filoni Mando film. So it's not it's not as if the films even tie in thematically either, like narratively, sorry. It's two completely different films, which they've then got to completely 
hype up in different ways in terms of the marketing, the trailers, and everything, how they do that. It's, which it's, one's it's, which again? Which one is the rumour to be which again? They're saying that New Jedi Order is going to be the first one because it's further along in production. So uh, May 26. So that'll be that one. And then the Filoni film they reckon will be 2026 December. And Mangold, because he's okay. got obviously he's just done in the he's got um got Bob Dylan film coming up and something else. So they reckon that thing in it. He's swamp or thing, has that's he done it. That? Swamp oh. thing, that's it, you know, spot on. So they think they think that's gonna be twenty twenty seven. I think yeah, I, I think they need to heed what Kathy said and actually stick by it by having event films. And I a hundred percent agree with you on that. I did Kathy. I think she's done lots of great things for Lucasfilm, but sometimes the sound bites we get are just utter piffle. Like this one. No, we're gonna have James Bond level events every few years. <laughs> and then within two weeks, oh we're putting out three it's... films in eighteen months and it does it's I mean, maybe the hand was forced a little bit there. I don't know. But it's a fact that it just seems to be every time something is said within a week or two, it's just completely erased. And as for as for the dates, mate, I mean, De- December for me works. It just feels right. It's got the potential to earn some serious bucks as well, because we, we know it has done for Star Wars. Avatar 2. What? How is that making all that money in December? Freedom. And also, I've got an odd nostalgia for you. I mean, Cold Nights in Chelmsford going to see these sequels. And yeah. I know for the OGs, May is the real one, but seeing Solo in the sun didn't quite feel right. And the May, re- I know a lot of people have said the May release could be um, commercial suicide as well. The May release doesn't worry me as much, mate, because they're saying the Kang Dynasty is going to wipe the floor. I-, I don't believe the Kang Dynasty will be the biggest money spinner out there. I don't think it's going to be anywhere near Avengers level alongside everything that's going on with Jonathan Majors and that controversy right now, and Tino Coerta, who played Namor in Black Panther. They've got a lot going on in their plate at the minute. There's a high chance... I don't think it's coming out. I think it's getting pushed back. I think it's getting pushed back, the Kang Dynasty. Um, But the general congestion worries me. Even if if the New Jedi Order, if that is the first film, is insane, even if it's like the Empire Strikes Back... It, it worries me how many films. Look, mate, just in in recent weeks, we've had uh, we've had Fast X, Transformers, Little Mermaid, Guardians Three, Spider Verse, The Flash. We've got Indy coming next week. Mission Impossible Seven, Barbie, Oppenheimer. The sheer volume of huge movies is astounding, and some of that is down to the very after effects of COVID and delays. And there's no reason to think that May 2026 won't be as busy as this, where we've got one or two tentpole films coming out each week now guardian still made 800 mil fast x made 700 mil which was a disappointment and spider verse is going to hit 500 super mario brothers came out a month earlier in april and that's just hit 1.3 billion which is beyond me but it did so the, it's I, the idea that it's an ip it's an it's ip but IP. the idea that you cut you you can you can release something in in amongst the congestion and it won't make money is being proved wrong at the minute it depends on the quality of the film of course but it's more the congestion rather than the kind of kang side of it or the mcu side of it because i, th- I think phase five or whatever on now four has been a bit waff and i think the box office numbers are consistent but there isn't the clamor at the minute for the mcu and i think some of that is down to disney plus as well oversaturating similarly with what star wars could become but mm-hmm. i think the may and december bit is what kind of worries me a little bit december to december from then onwards no that doesn't bother me quite as much because we've got a year in between but yeah yeah i I I do hear you mate i do hear you on that one it just seems so short-sighted it seems really short-sighted and i think it's 
it's the mixed signals. It's the mixed signals, whether it's from, you know, someone you love or a big corporation. There's mixed mixed signals. Now, if we're to, if we're to dig a, a wee bit deeper into this, I d- you know I do think there's a little bit of conflict going on here, right? Let me let me elaborate. Mm-hmm. You know, I I actually think, and I was having this discussion with someone online um, today, and I was saying like, you know, so someone described Lucasfilm employees as Disney employees. I'm like, no, that's not how it works. That's not how a corporate structure works. They're Lucasfilm employees. Lucasfilm is just owned by Disney, but they're still Lucasfilm employees, right? And again, I've worked in, and I think you have as well, uh, you've worked in companies where, yeah, you're owned by other companies, but you're still very much that company, right? And there are differences. There are disagreements. There are, there's politics between those companies sometimes. And I think what Kathy's saying is like, this is what what ideally, this is what we think. This is what I want, mm-hmm. but what Disney says is something different. And in the, at the end of the day, Disney is the studio. Disney is the guy who's funding the stuff, and Disney is the guy that says, we need stuff for this, this, and this, right? Yep. And Lucasfilm turn around and go, okay, yeah, we can do that. We can do that. We're going to struggle with this. We might not be able to do this, but we can do that. Disney goes, okay, all right, well, if we move this around and do that, then we really need this. We really need a film at, at this point right? There's a lot more collaboration than people realize. You're not just a de facto Disney person. That's not yeah, how yeah. corporate It's not, it's not Disney work. Star Wars. It's, it's Lucasfilm still. It 100% is. And it's not like they let go of all the Lucasfilm people, you know, when they <laughs> bought Lucasfilm in 2012. You know, there was, I mean, you can count so many people that are still at Lucasfilm that have been there for ages, you know, Doug Chang, Dave Filoni. Uh, you can just go look it up. There's loads of core people that are still mm-hmm. very much Lucasfilm, Lucasfilm. But I think this issue is definitely a more wider Disney issue. Uh, Marvel in particular, they've got an uphill battle, mate. They've got some real world issues that they need to fix. You mentioned Jonathan Majors. That's one of them. And that's a pretty big one, isn't it? Your main Cute. villain for your whole saga, the Kang dynasty, you know, the Kang stuff. You've got Kang who can't, you, you know, I don't think Disney are going to work with him. I think they might give it a certain amount of time to see, you know, what comes with the results, but I could see them recasting. They're going to need to explain that recast. They're pre- I, I, I just feel like Disney is probably at panic stations a little bit at the moment. That's mm-hmm. that's and that's what this schedule says to me. Now, the reality is that I don't I I don't think that this schedule is concrete like other schedules have been. And there's been other schedules that have come out and you're like, you know, back in the 2010s now, you're like, oh yeah, no, Rise of Skywalker's coming out here and they've pushed back Force Awakens, so they're pushing back everything, but they're still keeping so, like this Han Solo film for May 2018 and mm-hmm. uh, you know, we have our own opinions about that, don't we? We can speak at length about that, but I don't know, mate. I I I think I think it's a bit of a weird one. It's a very odd choice. Now, I have one theory. It's a bit out there, and I'm not even sure if I believe it myself. But do you want to hear on. it? It's I'm a bit cheeky. Of course. I'm here for it. It's a bit cheeky. I love it. The May 2026 film, uh, I think, could be the Mandoverse film. Okay? 
hear me out. I know what we just said that like the new Jedi Order and stuff is is slated for that, and I think you're right, by the way. But let's let's say let's imagine that's coming out in December 2026, right? And you've got the Mandoverse okay. film coming out May 26, and it it's in cinemas for like two weeks only, three weeks only, or or four weeks, and then it's on Disney Plus. It's it's a different kind of cinematic event, something we've not quite seen before, more of a Netflix approach to cinematic content mm-hmm. um, or HBO, whatever. I don't, I'm not saying those are good or bad, but Disney could be experimenting with this. Um, maybe it's that. And so it's kind of a, a, a softer cinematic launch as opposed to this is our first Star Wars film in six and a half, nearly seven years. Here we go, lads. Cue up, make a big deal out of it. I don't know, mate, but um, the the likelihood is I'm just trying to make sense of it all, <laughs> and this is just oh, um, <laughs> and this is just like a a, a symptom <laughs> of, yeah, yeah. of it. And of course, and of course, there's there's the elephant in the room of if the 2026 May film isn't a a, a, a grandiose hate- success with you know a lot of fans then does that affect the following star wars film of course it does oh, of course i wish it did it does i wish I it wish didn't it because i think that's short sighted as well not from you of course but from from a business perspective oh some of the fans didn't like it well there are, there are going to be a subsection of fans who don't like it anyway because well, they're goons but, mm. but for the, if, if it is generally if it's if it's not well received by fans and critically and doesn't make any money then I think we've got a huge issue because like you mentioned very eloquently up top, it's all about that Wonga. It's about the bunts. It's about the money. And they're thinking the bottom line. They're thinking about their quarterly, the yearly earnings, sorry. And if the Star Wars side of it isn't bringing in the bunts, well, do they want to keep sp- spending all that money on the films, which maybe are, aren't bringing the money in? It's a, it's a, it's a fine balancing act because Let's say the the new Jedi Order film, if that is the first one, makes good money, but maybe not what they expected. You know, you then got Mando first. Do you then push ahead and think, well, Filoni's Mando first film that's got all the ingredients to make the money? I mentioned when we spoke about them in depth that I think that's got the potential to be a money spinner, given who is going to be in it, the characters, the apparent culmination of the storylines and and everything else, and suck seeing Mando and Grogu on the big screen and whatever else they got could be huge plus is characters that as a fan base we have we're aware of we've grown we've grown with we've for the most part universally love these characters in the mandalorian so i think that's got a chance of being the big money spinner but of course they've got to wait for mando season four they've got to wait for ahsoka skeleton crew all of that to come out to tie into it Mm -hmm. um but the disney plus thing mate is it can't be ignored and it is an elephant in the room you cannot ignore the fact that they have a streaming service and their other big films are on there fairly soon after the uh, their theatrical release. Would I want them to experiment on the the first new Star Wars film in nearly in nearly in over half a decade? No, I wouldn't, because it's meant to be an event film. That is what the president of Lucasfilm said. It's an event film. It's not an experiment. But subscribers also say one thing: Disney, they've now got Disney Plus to keep happy uh, in terms of subscriber level. Sorry, and the bunts that's bringing in. It's such a strange world we live in, considering where we left off from Rise of Skywalker, where it was a big event film, and now we'll have some TV shows, and then we'll have more films. Hasn't gone like that for, again, real-world reasons. Um, But here we are. We're now living in a world Mm. where streaming is just as powerful, almost as theatrical. 
And it's another revenue stream for a company who loves money. Disney love money. And they're going to want that pretty green as much as they can. <laughs> I, I mean, remember, we've also got a Taika Waititi film and a Sean Levy film as well to throw in the mix somewhere. So, uh, uh, you know, this isn't going to happen. But hey, who knows? Maybe May 2027, May 2028 are going to be those films. And we get two films a year for three years and we get six and three. But uh, I can't see them doing that. But... What about those films? Are they are they going to come out this mm. this decade? Uh, you know, it, are we going to get congestion here? Because the, the MCU has previously been able to do two, sometimes three films a year in their heyday that do well, that fans loved, and continue the story up until your end game time. So this it can be done if the fan base is almost kept happy and is fervent enough. But it doesn't feel right for Star Wars, does it, mate? No, no, it doesn't. Because it's to different. me, yeah, it's different again. It's, uh, and we've been saying this for years, years and years and years. You can't treat Star Wars like Marvel and you can't treat Marvel like Star Wars. They're two different properties, two different ethos. Yeah, it's it's chalk and cheese. And sometimes I think at corporate level, there is that misunderstanding of these yeah. IPs. And I think sometimes we're just fortunate that, you know, no, it doesn't always go to plan, but, you know, I think we're fortunate that for the most part, Lucasfilm has hired a lot of very good talent who still managed to finesse these tight deadlines and demands from a corporation. And we still get great mythology or, you know, expansion of Star Wars mythology and lore, right? But, the, you don't want it to become a slippery slope. You know, Star Wars, Star Wars is a galaxy. Yeah, that helps. It's, it's literally a galaxy, so it lends itself to grand storytelling. It can do that. You're going to struggle to do something like that with, as we know, not that I'm a, I'm a fan of it or anything, you know, so I'm not going to speak for it too much, but like, let's say the wisdom world, right? Hey, hey, you, you know, Harry Potter. It's not quite the same is it you know they've done those films and now they're doing the fantastic beef films you can't quite build on that universe in the same way and they've kind of decided right let's do the films all over again or in a series or whatever they're doing you know what is interesting about this disney slate though mate um talking about like marvel and uh, all, all avatar and you know disney's expansive catalog of of mm -hmm. uh, of ips which is Huge maybe IPs. in in itself an issue yeah it's it's treading on its own feet yes Ava avatar 5 is dated 19th of december 2031 that's just unbelievable unbelievable is it's ridiculous um I think it was Zoe Saldana who is yeah. Did one you see of her tweet about blue it? people in there who was like, yeah. I'm going to be over 50 by the time this comes out. And I was in my twenties mm. by the time it, when the first film was released, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And Hey, look, I, I respect having a, having a path and having a, these dates set in stone, but I mean, 20, we're talking about 2031, mate. We're not, we're not even halfway through this decade. And we're like, right in 2031, it's, we're just being pumped all of this product. And, it, it does become overwhelming at times. And I think you're right as well with Disney. 
they are stepping on their own toes. I mean, even in their own parks, they've got to find room for the Avengers bits, the Avatar bits, the Star Wars bits. They've got to find room for that somewhere and balance it out. Plus, of course, they've got some smaller IPs as well, which they're desperate to push as well. There's a new Alien film coming out next year. And I know from people in the industry that I've spoken to online, they are desperate for that to be a hit. They are desperate for that to be a hit because then they can push another new trilogy of films off the back of that. Right. And other things as well. They had Prey come out last year, big hit. I think they want to do more of that as well. So they, they've got so much going on. Hmm, have they got enough time to get it all done with? Which is why they're saying, well, we've got films coming out in 2031. Book your tickets, lads. Come on. Yeah. yeah. By, the, by yeah. the time 2031 comes, I don't even know how old I'm going to be. I don't even want to think how old I'm going to be. But I will remember <laughs> this conversation with you on this day where we were like, what's going on about all this, mate? But um, <laughs> I'm, What's going listen, on? Mate, I'm I'm glad we have the dates. I'll say that, you know, to, for Me my too. kind of final thoughts on that, if you will, is I'm glad that we have the dates. So I can now work towards May 2026 is our first film, potentially seeing the English Rose Daisy Ridley back. Um, are we going to hit those dates as a problem? But for now, they're, they're the dates we have. I'm working towards them and I'm excited that we have them at least, even if they're if- a bit weird. If you had to say one's not going to happen, just quick oh, fire, which God. one is not going to happen? No, the May one, yeah, May twenty twenty six, because who knows how long this strike's going to go on for? Now, I, I, nobody seems to know much about these productions, which at the minute I'm quite happy for. I don't know how far into production Charmina Bajanoy's film is, because obviously that was the um, the uh, what's his name Lindelof script as well, film as well. So it might mm-hmm. be further along than we think. The, the, it might have been written, and now they just need to cast and everything. But if this strike, if they haven't finished the script, and this strike goes on for another few months towards the end of twenty twenty three, that's eating into that production time a lot. So there's a high chance if that would be the one to be moved, and also see the series if Mando season four gets delayed, if Skeleton Crew, Skeleton Crew won't do, but if season four Mando gets delayed because of this. Does that push back the Filoniverse film as a result? There's there's a mm-hmm. lot of variables and a lot mm-hmm. of um, dominoes that could fall. But uh, what, what are you thinking? You think in May or one of the December ones could be the first to go or be pushed I, back? I, I think it, it doesn't even necessarily have to be Star Wars that's affected. I think the whole mm-hmm. Disney slate will be remixed again. Oh, the whole that's slate? What I think, mate. Yeah, I think the whole slate is going to re- be rejiggled again because this, this, I think this is temporary. I think this is to satisfy shareholders, mate. And that's what happens when you're a publicly traded company. You got to give updates, and I think this is a placeholder. I, I, I don't see this being, you know, completely gospel. I think there mm. is some truth to it, but it's not completely gos- gospel. You know, always in motion, mate. Always in motion. Love's got the world in motion. Uh, mm, mm. Right, James Mangold, mate. James Mangold, we saw his smash hit, Dial of Destiny, yesterday, or yet to be seen as a smash hit. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We'll see about that. We'll see what people think about it. I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. But more on that on Friday. Um, Mm. What's he been saying, mate, boy? What's he been saying about Star Wars? This was on the red carpet, wasn't it? The indie red carpet in L.A.? This was, he came out and he said, uh, I've been given this release date. I think it's ridiculous. I got another one within. <laughs> he didn't say that. He did not say that. Um, so uh, on, on the red carpet, uh, Mangold uh, was, of course, asked about his Star Wars film and how excited he was to get into the world. Uh, and he gave a very brief statement um, in which I'll read um, 
now. But basically, uh, he, he starts off by saying he, he spoke to Lucasfilm, he pitched a project, and he's the one who wants to do this. So he said he mentioned to Kathy the idea that I had about going backwards, really far backwards. I was surprised that it excited her and the other wonderful people she works with at Lucasfilm. For me, it's about, I want to be part of the saga, but I also don't want to be holding so much lore in the air that you can hardly tell a story. And what I really wanted to do, what I told her, was just can we make a kind of the Ten Commandments of the Force, you know, a kind of origin story of how the Force came to be known, understood, wielded, and harnessed. So what we're getting from this is Mangold really wanted to be part of Star Wars. Why wouldn't he? He's a lad. Um, he wanted to tell a story way back to for the origin of the Force so he could tell his story and not be held back by the Skywalker saga lore or anything else. I think this is, I think this there's a there's two ways to look at this my man which I'm excited to talk about but so you've but you've heard these quotes now from Mangold um you're impressed by them what do you think about his uh, thought process behind his film I respect it mate I actually respect it and I think that um I've mentioned it before this greater idea of canon especially when you're publishing things in books and comics and video games now um it can be you know, a little bit daunting for some filmmakers and some creatives who, you know, quite frankly, these are very busy people. They don't have time to do that. And you could say, well, that's what the Lucasfilm story group are there for, or, you know, other people who work at Lucasfilm's there for, or maybe even someone like Dave Filoni. And we need people like that, you know, make no mistake. But I I really respect the transparency here of, look, at least if we do this, I kind of get to do what I want. Now, I, I hope this this means. I, th- I think he does mean. Uh, you know, I hope this means from a law and story perspective, as opposed to you know, like oh, this is something brand new that we've never seen in Star Wars, like a force ability or something. And you know, we don't see it in subsequent Star Wars films, right? Now, you know, we did see that. We saw that in the Phantom Menace in the first few yeah. minutes. You know, <laughs> speed run, bash, bash. They're all, they're away, mate. They're away. We don't see that again, do we, really? Um, I suppose you see Luke do a quick jump, don't you, in Empire and Force Jump. Yeah, I suppose you see that. But still, I don't know. I I think as long as it's within the boundaries of what's, quote-unquote, realistic in a galaxy far, far away, then, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I think it's pretty cool. I'm I'm excited to have James Mangold in this Star Mm. Wars universe. And um, we said... I think a similar thing when we when we were at the Lucasfilm showcase at Celebration in London in April that we saw a, a sequence from from Indiana Jones there and we were like wow this 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 is good this guy can direct action he can do a pretty good set piece and I felt like for the most part that really came across in Indiana Jones Dial of Destiny and so hopefully that translates quite well to a Star Wars film um what do you think is this a good thing is it a swipe at the other content maybe i th- I, th- I dig it mate i think uh, the way when i say i could you could look at it as two things i think the first thing is what you said he's unshackled by anything and he can tell his story uh which mm-hmm. i think is great i love the transparency i love the honesty and the other part of it is i don't think it's a swipe at the the, the other content for me though it's more okay and i mentioned this regarding outlaws i think it's more of a case that Lucasfilm have insisted on just pouring so much into these 50 years, shall we say, of, of canon timeline that you're kind of stepping on your own toes now. Whereas 
the Dawn of the Jedi is so far ahead, you can do what you want. New Jedi Order, you're uh, carving your own path. I'm excited for that. Yes, mm-hmm. you're close enough to still be influenced by Tross and that, but y- essentially everything's going to be new. Even, even the stories I love, though, like Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor, they're still set in that era where you know if somebody pops up in the story, you know that, oh, I know they're in the next film, so they've got to stay alive and some of the tension's gone. You could say the same about the animated series as well. And even the live action series, it just, to me, it kind of thought, made me realize even more so now that I I can't wait for more stories outside of the established era, because then you can make your own law, make your own canon, make your own stuff. Um, So that's kind of how I took it as well. Not necessarily that, oh my God, there's so much here that I can't work with it because as Mm -hmm. we know, they'll, they'll kind of cherry pick what they want to use and what they don't want to use. It just made me think, yeah, let, let's have more stories away from that now so we can do that. The High Republic's doing it very successfully. They've got their yeah. own little junk in time. Do your thing. And they're doing their thing. And, I, and I'm digging. And I think that's why it's so popular with so many people because it's, it feels fresh and it feels new. And that's what I want. I've said it for so long. Now. I want fresh and new. I love going back in time with, with the Mandalorian and seeing all these characters we love coming back. But I do want something new and fresh and new characters and new lore and new events and new situations for us to jump on week on week and talk about. And Dawn of the Jedi is definitely going to be the one I think to start kickstart that because it's so far ahead that everything is going to be new. They're not going to be like, Oh, Hey, look, there's Yoda over there because they call Maz Kanata because they can't, <laughs> you know, every, everything's surely going to be new. So I took it as more of a case of, yeah, he's a filmmaker who wants to tell his story, which I dig. And also, let's move away from the Skywalker saga as much as possible for new stories. And that includes video games and everything as well. Not as everything. Give us new yeah. stuff, mate. I, I really hope that one day we get like the, the, the distant future too, you know. Mm, Why mm. not a thousand, two thousand years after Tross, you know, yes. or the new Jedi Order. And I think something could play be played with like really, really, really well there. Yeah. And I think for my own for my own heads, I, I I think I've mentioned this previously. I wish they would brand the eras. You know, I think that's going to be necessary. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to have to mark them as like this all belongs to this era, and this all belongs to this era, and that belongs to this era, and that's going to have to be necessary, isn't it? Surely, I, I think Surely. they tried it, didn't they? At celebration with that kind of timeline, but even then. How are they going to implement that in like visually, like you say, branding right. wise? How are they going to actually use that, or is it just for the fans at Celebration to see? Here's where we're going, and here's where we've been. Can you can could, they use that? Yeah, you could do it. Yeah. You could do it, and it would look great. They should. It would look great. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm a big fan. I enjoy Dial of Destiny. James Mangold seems like a really well put together guy. Yeah. Um looking forward to seeing what he can do in a galaxy far far away. Uh <laughs> if that does happen, if it happens, hopefully Lucasfilm don't get cold feet if Dial oh, Destiny isn't like widely well received. Don't. But you know, we'll watch his grow with great interest. Um let's not think about cold <laughs> feet, mate. I can't be dealing with that. But well that's don't. let's well, let's move from one speculative pace to a few more. What we love doing on it, we love doing it, don't we? We love a theory. We love an unfounded rumour that, that riles people up. Uh, we found a few. We do. This week as well, mate. Um, we've got a couple of good ones, haven't we? Yeah, we've got a few very cheeky ones. Um, I mean, the following, they're unlikely. 
unlikely. They're unlikely, yeah. These rumours are unlikely to happen, and they're from unreliable sources. But we mm-hmm. figured, look, we're doing kind of a news-centric episode. Why not, f- you know, why not include these and chat about them just for bants? Just for the bit about bants. Um, right. Idris Elba, ledge, ledge. Uh, apparently playing a villain role in Star Wars. What? Apparently. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been apparently this has been debunked, right? So it's 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 really unlikely that this is real life. Instead, <laughs> it's just clickbait. Uh someone's imagination from their basement typing this stuff out for yeah. clicks, which happens a lot, people. Mm. Uh, it's easy to do. But but for argument's sake, okay. would you would you take this? Would you would you like something like this? You know, Idris being cast as a villain in in the wars. I don't know because I um, like I saw him in Hobbs and Shaw, that Fast and Furious spin off, and he was a mm-hmm. bad guy in that, and he was quite good in that. Um, but I just can't tell what accent he'd use because his American accent is ropey as anything, and his British accent is it is it too British for a Star Wars villain? And by that I mean is it is it too gruff? Is it too? Um, is it too kind of urban London kind of sound? I don't know. Uh, uh, and I think he's a good actor. I do like Idris Elba. It, it, what's the character? I guess it's similar to, we were going to have, um, we were going to have, uh, oh, I can't remember the dude's name now, but in solo, we were going to have, uh, an oh, actor yeah. who's gonna, yeah, gonna yeah, like yeah, yeah. recently passed away. Very good actor. Um, he was going to be like a cat man or something in solo. Which That's right. He was going to be the alien be, as well, wasn't he? That's right, yeah. That's like an alien, it like a bit like a cat or something like that. The name will come to me later on. Is I'm annoyed that I can't remember it. The cat but, from Red Dwarf, mate. It was going to be the yeah, cat from yeah, Dwarf, yeah, Red Dwarf. Yeah, yeah and all the all the gang was going to be there, Rimmer and everyone, but a Crichton. Yeah, uh, it depends. I mean, if it's just Idris Elba in a long coat, no, no, because it's Idris Elba in a long trench coat. I don't want that. It's, right. It, it comes down to the recognisability as well. This is Idris Elba. And you could also say the same for other villains in Star Wars or other characters, but like Richard E. Grant, for example. But I think he's a, he's below the radar enough um, as a character actor to be able to get away with b- being for like face out in Star Wars. Idris is a big character. Would I like to see him as a villain? I mean, I, I guess so. It depends on, on, on what the villain's role is. But when I heard yeah. it originally, I did think, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I could buy him in star wars as a villain but uh, I, I i'm a big fan of idris so don't get me wrong and i know you are as well would you would you like to could you see him as a villain in the in the wars huge fan of idris elba um very talented but i think in this instance might be a bit too big of a name okay yeah i, th- I think he's just too big of a name I, I and i know sometimes that does work in star wars but um i suppose really it, it, it would come down to you know the makeup and, you know, maybe he's an alien or, I don't know, maybe just to call it how it is, maybe just the execution. But, yeah, yeah, it kind of, when when I initially saw uh, a post, it might, might have been on Instagram or might have been on the interwebs, SWNN or something, I was like, oh, right, okay. You know, that was my gut feeling. My gut feeling was like, oh, right. Okay, you know, another person who's worked in a Disney property, Marvel, you know, coming over course, to Star yep. Wars. Doing, I'm doing, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I'm good. I, th- I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Um, right, on to the next rumour. We've, we've, we've done that, right? We've done that one. Yeah, we've I think so, yeah. That. 
with part yeah. of that. Okay. Michael K. Williams was the guy who was going to be in That's solo. It. Michael K. Williams. That's it. Yes. That's it. That's it. Rest in peace. Um, Mark Hamill, Hayden Christensen, rumored to be returning in the new Jedi Order. So this is the Ray film, right? Yep. The so 20- same same film. Yep. Twenty twenty six December. Yeah, not May. <laughs> oh no, May May twenty twenty six. See, I'm already Ray in May. I'm already yeah, Ray in May. Yeah, or May soon if you, if you um, gimps online uh, want to say that one. <laughs> look, I'm not joking. I was just about to do that joke as well, mate. <laughs> I'm not joking. Oh, great minds. You have done well. So listen, apparently this has been rumoured, and I just would would I like it again? It would depend on the magical words, the execution, of course, goes without saying. Uh, mm-hmm. yep. What's annoying is, mate, like they're still writing this thing, aren't they? So, you know, these so. scoops, people are like, oh, yeah, these first people are going to cut. It's like, mate, I don't even think they know that. I don't even think they're, they're at that point yet. <laughs> you know, yeah, let exactly. it just, if, if it suits the story. Now, Mark Hamill, I could see. Mark Hamill, I could really, really see. Um, but, you know, just let it be natural. Let it be natural. It doesn't need to be forced. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I hear you. I mate. don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Am I being too bitter? Because I think we're going to see these guys again. I think we're seeing Luke again. Mark Hamill was playing down Luke the other day, wasn't he? Yeah, I read the story about Mark Hamill playing all this stuff down as well. And you can look at that and think, oh, he's playing it down because he's definitely going to be in it. But I think he's probably come to a point now where he doesn't want to be rolled out for every new story that's coming out. Um, and like you said, it's got to be natural. They can't just have Mark and Hayden there. Like, why would Hayden Christensen be there? Like, why would Anakin Skywalker be there? Again, new Jedi Order, fine. He's like the chosen one. But what would be the, what would be the reason for it? And... There, there, there's just a lot to this story which made me just think like you it's just someone making this up because it's easy money greasy money mm-hmm. baby it's just any you could you could say anything nowadays and get traction for it and it and it's worked because here we are um i i, I think kathleen kennedy even said that they're not going to be potentially not going to be using force ghosts in the next film i haven't really thought about that just yet they're not they don't know if they want to go that way so there's been a kind of enough official word to say that well, I don't know if we're going to be doing that or not. Um, I don't not know. That, people- not that that now has any validity because well, well, yeah, it probably means what Kathy says. Now. Yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah, uh, which I hate. I hate, I hate saying that. I hate being that guy. By the way, I hate being. You know, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the guy who's like, "Oh, Kathy said, don't you can't believe." Yeah, but that's just a reality. You can only we're living go with now. What yeah, you've that's got just a fact. Mate. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. it. You can only Sorry, go mate. Sorry, I interrupted you. Yeah. Go on. Don't ever, don't ever apologise, my friend. Um, yeah, I know there will be people out there who were like, "Oh, yeah, that was that was Duke Skywalker in Tross, and he's going to come back all oiled up and looking like Chris Hemsworth, and he's going to be tearing Star Destroyers out of the sky and blah blah blah." Like, he ain't. That's not happening anymore, and I'm glad it isn't. I, I, I don't, I don't want to see. Uh, I love Mark Hamill with all my heart, and Hayden. You know, we 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 all do. But if it's not important to the story, let's make the story about the new Jedi Order. You know, Ray's got these books. Hey, sure, mention Luke, speak about him, kind of reminisce, whatever. But let's move on. It kind of goes mm-hmm. to the point about Mangold is that I, I don't need everything to be tied back. Mention here and there. Great. Get the feels. I don't always need to see now. Let's just move forward. Let the legacy speak for itself, mate. Yes. 
Yes, 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 yes. And I, you know, I think, I think we'll see Mark again as Luke maybe de-aged. Ooh. Um, and I think that I think they could do it very well, mate. Like Indiana Ooh. Jones. Yeah, my word, yeah. my word. Crush. And I, I know people are going to have their issues, but my word, the de-aging in that film is something else. It sets the bar, uh, which, and I think we'll see Hayden again as well, by the way. And I think we'll see, see him in Ahsoka. I don't think I that's think a we'll, secret. Yeah, that, I that, that makes secret. more sense as well, though. Yeah, it makes way more sense. Way more sense. Anyway, anyway, another little hot scoop of turd that probably isn't real. Uh, Dave Filoni, Star Wars movie, recasting Princess Leia and Alden Ehrenreich's returning as Han Solo <sighs> for the Filoni-verse, Mando-verse, crossover, climactic film. We're getting Han. We're getting Leia. We're getting Luke? Question mark? Come on. What a load I of mean, and I, and I don't want to see it, mate. I don't want to see Alden as Han. He's young Han. And I think even that at times is a stretch. It's different to you and, and Alec. It's different. Yeah, I get you, mate. It's If they're going to bring Alden back, do it pre A New Hope. And that's kind of let him be the you and to Alec and let him kind of be the younger one. There is a sense of um, being able to, you know, put your kind of real world blinkers to one side and be like, oh, no, it's just it's the character. It's just Han. But if I go from from Return of the Jedi Han to Alden's Han in the next um, film, there is clearly going to be a massive like shift. Like they look completely different and one mm-hmm. looks a lot younger. And yeah, can, can, can we can we get past that? Sometimes I don't think I can because it just. You, you can't help but know that they've just recast and got the other guy in. We said yesterday at the Dial of Destiny screening that in between Jedi and The Force Awakens, you know, Luke, Han and Leia didn't just, you know, go on an adventure and do nothing. They, you know, they were, they were, they had to be doing something. So to not mention them or use them in stories would be mental. But it's how do they use them? And, you know, I, like you about Kathy, I don't want to be, I don't want to be that guy because I love Filoni and I've said it many times, but it, it would be a very Filoni thing to do to be like, oh, I'm just going to bring back everyone's favourite and you know, Han, Luke and Leia, DH them and give everyone a shot of um, happiness for an hour. And then when we look back and think, oh yeah, not so sure about that. Right. It, it, it seems very Filoni, but I don't think, I don't think Dave's going to be doing that. He's... His stories aren't built around those characters. Yeah, we got Luke in Mando, but his story isn't built around Han. It's not built around Leia. I, I can't imagine them showing up in Ahsoka or Skeleton Crew, really. If they do show up in those or kind of have me- real kind of wink, wink, nod, nod mentions, then I think there's a high chance they do show up. But I, I, I don't think that it would be Alden Ehrenreich doing it. Nothing against Alden because I think he did a good job as Han. I'd like, I'd like to see him in another young Han adventure. I can't see him being in the Filoni Mando verse. Of mm. course, I'd have to recast Leia. You know, there's a, a real world reason for that. Carrie's not with us anymore, so they'd have to recast Leia. And what do they do? Do they get Billy Lord in? Do they get Ingville Daler in again? What do they do about that? But it's whether or not they need to. Do they want to go through the headache of that for something which maybe doesn't impact their story? It's an interesting one, mate. But I'm glad it's kind of been thrown under the carpet because. I don't want to rely on empty nostalgia, mate, because it's not the real thing. I I hear you. I hear you. I listen. I think. 
I think we're going to get a reunion between Luke, Leia, and Han. I think you're right. I do think you're right, mate. I, and I think they want to do that because, and you know, you know, we we like the sequel trilogies for what they are. We know they're not perfect. We like some more than others, and there are some decisions that we really, really aren't fans of. And I, I there's it, it does. I, I I do think it's unfortunate, and a lot of it is from the real world. It's not to do with Star Wars. Um, that Han, Leia, and Luke reunion never happened. You know, and I think I was it a missed opportunity. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Back in 2015, yes. in hindsight, they now know that. Yeah. Yes, and they have a chance to change that, mate. They have a chance to change that. Uh, and Leia's the only tricky one, really. With yeah. what we've seen again last night, with what they've seen, Leia. You know, we we know they'll be able to do that. Um, and with Luke and Han all together. And a little Ben Solo, you know, it could be very, very, very cool. And yes, is it a bit, uh, you, you know, nostalgia baity? Yes. But again, if it's done well and if it's done respectfully, then yeah, why mm. not? If, 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 if it can be included in the story organically, then I think it would be, I think it would be grand, mate. I think it could be actually very, very, very beautiful. Ooh. Very beautiful. Because right now, we could be saying the same about the Vader scene in Rogue One. We could be saying the same yep. thing about Luke in Mando and Boba yeah, Fett. Yeah. And yet, you know, it does work. It does work. Is the story written in a way to include those specifically those characters? Yes. Does the story always need those characters? Maybe not. Probably not mm-hmm. at times. But you know they do it because at the end of the day that's what star wars is it's it's part of that dna and i think if you've got that artillery use it Whoa, yeah the big guns you got out. it use it that's you know well that's it mate if, if done it's well done, if uh, done well if done layer organically then oh. i think it could be uh, it could be a winner and listen listen mate i i don't want to speak for everyone listening but if on that big screen we see luke skywalker and then we hear, hey, kid, or something. And like a young Han walks out. And then the door opens and Leia walks in. We are all going to lose our mind in the moment. We all are. going to cry. Again, gonna uh, cry by that, I mean, do. you and me, for sure. Hopefully everybody else would. And then and then afterwards, once, we, once we've absorbed it, we can then kind of stand back and look at it for what it is and does it work, blah, blah, blah. But in the moment, we'd all go mental because... Yeah. Maybe it is a release from not having it in 2015. And looking back now, I do kind of wish we had it. I remember saying back in the day that um, I can't. I, I, I don't mind that we didn't. Um, I kind of wish we did. But now I kind of now like them. I wish we had had something in 2015 in the Force Awakens with with the OG three because it would have made so many people very very happy, probably including those three actors as well. But uh, yeah, I, I'm with you, mate. As much as I think they probably have to write the story around including that to make it feel natural. Yeah. I think you're right. I think they are going to write it wrong. And if it is going to be, or I perceived wrong. And if it is going to be in anything, it would be in, in Dave's film. It's the only place yes. it can be. Yeah. He, he, there we go, mate. There we go. Mm-hmm. There yeah. we go. There we go. Um, listen, we, 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 we've had a lovely little chat here. Lots of news and stuff. Um, I'm just going to, I'm just going to read out a couple of comments from the grand mate. Couple of comments on the ground. These are these are going back to the film, you know, uh, releases. The the newly announced theatrical release from Disney and Lucasfilm. Uh, Captain Obvious Triple Seven says, "Excited, but not sure it will happen. More likely, they will cancel 
or postpone again. Mm. Mm. There we go. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like what I was wrapping up with, you know. Luke Summerfield, King of Wales, he says, I just can't wait to be there. Opening night. You cannot beat Star Wars in the cinema. Just seeing Mando at celebration with loads of fans in one room proves that. Oh my word, Luke. You you are spot on. Spot on, mate. And Glenn Kenobi says, I'm guessing Lucasfilm would prefer not to have two movies out in the same year. It's probably due to different things forcing them to adjust and do it this way. Life ain't perfect. May the force be with you. Love that. That is so reasonable, so yeah. level-headed. Glenn, you're our sort of guy, mate. Brilliant. Matty boy, what 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 else are people saying elsewhere, mate? Uh, moving over to Twitter, uh, Julian Kretinsky says, I'm probably the only one who likes the idea of two Star Wars movies in the same year, and I hope they are Mangold and the Filoni films. So there are people out there who are mm. up for the idea of it. Um, Shannon, our buddy from Postcards from the Galaxy's Edge, said, in terms of the um, thoughts on a release schedule, I'm okay if it's the origin of the Jedi movie and the Filoni movie, as they're not really connected to the Jedi movie, and they won't have any Skywalker saga connections Whereas the Ray and Filoni movie still does have some threads, if that makes sense. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It does. It does make sense because, which is, we, and we've kind of alluded to it that that manga one, you can do what you want, and you know you're not tied to a TV series show coming out. You're not tied to uh, the Skywalker saga and the and Tross and all that. Mangold's films where it's at, mate. Um, and James Washington says, I think we should only get one a year and spread them out. We've got TV shows and games along with the movies as well to keep us entertained. Uh, Martin Keeler, Zuvia, my boy. I think I'll probably see them. What a great comment that is. <laughs> he loves it. Oh, short and sweet, mate. Short Lovely. and sweet. Un- yeah, un- unlike this main discussion, which has been a big boy, but there's been boy. lots of gossip, mate. Lots of gossip, lots to chat over. Last week, we said we were going to do a soaker. We've pushed it back a week <laughs> because there was so much oh, news. Oh, you know, delays. Oh, no. You, there we go. And, and Matty boy, imagine that, but you're a huge film studio. You're making so much content. You know, we, it's very easy for us as armchair critics to stay, to sit here and 100%. go, this, this, and this, and this is stupid and stuff. You know, in reality, this stuff is really difficult. You know, we don't envy it. But at the end of the day, quality over quantity any day. This is Guy Henry, known for playing Grand Moff Tarkin in Rogue One, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Like we did uh, this week, mate, let's go and get a drink. After that big discussion, sometimes it's better to unwind with a cheeky beer, a kef beer, some might say. Let's do it. We've pulled out the Essex Falcon outside of our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina, and the only question that remains is, shall we? Let's do it. For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good. Best podcast. Best podcast. Best podcast. That's right. It's everyone's favourite part of the show. It's the Patreon questions section where literally anything, well, not literally, but pretty much anything could be asked and therefore could happen. Scott Fisher, our boy, 
I wonder what this is going to be about. He says, <laughs> so, so, well, you know it's going to be clones related, Clone Wars related, or Ahsoka related. My boy, the man my, boy it, my boy has a taste and he sticks to it. I respect I it. it. Scott Fisher, legend, says, so with the Ahsoka series coming up and said series being part of the Filoni-verse, where there will be a climactic event that then leads into the sequel trilogy, do you think there could be interactions between Ahsoka and Rey when it comes to the new Jedi Order being built? Keep things spicy, lads. Um, wow. Wow. This is a naughty one, Scott. A very naughty one. Matty boy, start us off. Mm. What are you saying, mate? What are you saying? Um, yeah, if Filoni's involved with the new Jedi Order, then 100% she'll have a soaker there. She'll be a bird or something. Um, it comes down to... Yeah, just like the owl, the carnival guy. Yeah, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 if Filoni's not involved, joking aside, of course, uh, it depends on the circumstances. We've just been speaking about getting Han, Luke and Leia into a story and making sure it fits within the context and confines of the narrative. It's the same here. It's it's one of those ones that it could work wonders if it fits into those parameters. It could be amazing. You know, Ray and Ahsoka. We all loved it when we saw uh, Ahsoka and Luke in the book of Boba Fett, which just that sentence bends my head. Um, so, you know, Ahsoka talking to Ray, but then is that no different to having Mark Hamill and Hayden Christensen turn up as Force Ghost as well? Um, I right. get the feeling, uh, which I'm more and more going to probably sit on this train going forward I get the feeling the new Jedi Order is going to begin to move on from the established story now what, what, what are they going to talk about is she going to talk about Anakin or Luke or Grogu maybe maybe Rey needs help with Grogu because he's been a bit naughty he's not eating his dinner so she calls Ahsoka or something like that but um, maybe not the dinner part it just comes down to why, why would they be there uh, Rey contacted the Jedi of the past in the Rise of Skywalker at the end she called them she, so she can do it so there is now that precedent that she can tap into that if needs be the question is does needs be do we need to see it or is it just going to be more shallow nostalgia and be like here's a Soaker and Ray here's a screenshot for Twitter go on go mental with that mm. if it fits the story yes I can't confidently say that I think it will happen though if you ask me right now is it in the script I don't think so. Could it happen? Well, of course. I don't think it will do. That's just what I'm thinking now. What about you, mate? Okay. Okay. Cheeky. Um, oh, I think... I think I think a little bit differently to you, mate. I Go wouldn't on. be surprised if in the climactic event, Ahsoka's killed off. I think she's killed off. I think big she big dies big for... Big for, for, for she dies for the cause she dies for the hope she mm. dies for the next generation mm. and I think Filoni will do it yeah I think Filoni yeah I do I, I think he'll do it this is mm. the guy that killed off Maul mate killed off Kanan but this is a soaker yeah, I, though and I, know, again, I know I know it's not the same really, it's not yeah, the same she's got to go eventually of course because unless they say Togrutas can now live to like a thousand years old but it'll be bold if he does and you know kudos but Good shout, though. It's a big shout, mate. I think I think she's a goner. In a good way. In a very good way. Um, and I kind of hope that. I hope it's done in, in, a, in a tasteful way. But, but chop her head off. Do it. Do it. Cut in half. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, thanks for sending that in, mate. Quality question to get the old brain juices going, mate. 
the juices, juices. Uh, what's up next, Matty boy? Well, mate, we're sticking kind of on brand here. Stephen Dayden, Stevie D says, another Ahsoka question inbound. It's a pretty simple one from me this month. Over or under? Over or under 50% we hear Kane and Jarrus's voice, likely in a flashback. 50% we hear or hear mentioned the bad boy Bendu, who was voiced by uh, Doctor Who actor Tom Baker, Stephen says. There he was, yes. Also, where is the Black Series Bendu at? One for the Guild, methinks. Mm. Uh, but Bendu is such an important character in Rebels that has kind of just vanished, which I suppose he did before raining fire on Thrawn's fleet. Spoiler for Rebels. Whilst we'll have the mic, ahoy there to Cabbage. Lots of love, <laughs> Grand Admiral Sean. I've just realised that this was actually my brother's message and not Stevie D. Um, I didn't change the name. Stevie D, you could do this as well, mate. But Sean Hudson sent this. P.S. I'm Thrawny, 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 Thrawny. So Stevie D, love you. Can't credit you of that one. It's my brother's one. I didn't think Steve had sent one in, or we've already done Stevie D. We did him last week. So this is my yeah. brother, mate. Uh, a sofa question. Over or under 50%, mate? Are we going to hear Kane and Jairus's voice in any way? And 50% over or under, we hear or hear mentioned the Bendu. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, I kind of I kind of wish the Bendu was addressed, to be honest, because, you know, Sean's right, that's kind of disappeared and we've heard no more from it. But if someone's going to bring it back, it is, of course, Monsieur Felloni. Uh, and I think it's an interesting take there, Sean. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we do see our boy Bendu, our big boy Ooh. Bendu, in Ahsoka. I, I, it just wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me. Um, the Kanan thing, oh, that's a tough one. Freddie Prince Jr. has been a little bit adamant that he's like whenever Kanan's mentioned or whenever you hear men, uh, hear hear his voice or hear something about him it dilutes the character a little bit since Rebels since that finale and you know uh, it could be that he's just saying that a bit like Mark Hamill Mark Hamill said similar things with Luke like ah, I think I'm done with Luke meanwhile he's promoting a different product he doesn't really want to get sidetracked by the Luke thing I, it mm-hmm. could be spin it could be spin from a certain point of view my gut says over 50% my head says under 50% ooh you naughty man we'll uh, check back for the podcast next week uh, for the patrons because I think that's a podcast discussion old Freddie Prince but um, for me mate I'm going to go with um, oh it's a tough one I'm going to go under 50% for both of them I think I don't think we're going to hear Kanan's voice and I don't think we're going to have pretty much anything to do with the Bendu because what are we? Where is it going to fit in the story? We've got Ahsoka, we've got Hera, Sabine, Ezra, possibly Zeb, definitely a Lothcat. Um, we've got uh, Balan Skull and the other Inquisitor slash Fallen Jedi. We've got everything else that's going on in the story. Thrawn, of course to include where do we mention Bendu where do we mention Kanan now where does this all come in and again fit naturally so I've got to be honest I'm going to go under 50% for for both of them would like to you know certainly for Kanan would love to hear a uh, a voice flashback of Kanan or in a hologram or something like that you know give Freddy his time 30 seconds on screen or whatever Bendu 
I think that's a little best, bit less likely, fella. I'm throwing it. Throwing it, throwing it, throwing it. Down, down. It's showing it. Showing it, showing it, showing it. Hats on. Yeah. Fair enough, Matty boy. There you go. Fair yeah. enough. I hear you. And actually, I think you've probably got better points than me in this instance. <laughs> Never. Yeah. In this instance. In this instance. Yeah, I'll let, I'll, 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 I'll let you have that. Uh, great question, Shawnee boy. Uh, just Ryan. Ryan. Just Ryan. Uh, hi from Woking. Probably your neighbour, Matt. You know, <laughs> probably like lives a few seconds away from your family, you know. You might do. Um, hi from Woking. Got a nice and easy one here today. You can domesticate any creature from Star Wars and keep it as a pet. Mm. What creature are you choosing and why? Um... Uh, maybe that massive alligator in the Mandalorian, um, or that huge like Toronto shell thing in Jedi Survivor. You got to stick a beacon on. Um, no, the the furry lad from Outlaws looks quite handy. Nick's the little uh, cat with tentacles uh, because he he steals things. He could steal me some donuts or something. A pork, of course. Okay. A pork would keep the little one happy. It's, it's, an easy, it's an easy one. Or if I want to kind of walk around, walk around Wogan or Essex looking a bit tough, I could get a Corellian oh. hound. You know, one of them slobbering oafs that are in Solo and in Andal. Um, but short, keeping it short, mate. It'll, it'll be a pork. I love a pork. Uh, I'd love to have a little pork running around in the back garden, and pork. my little one would love it. So I'm going to go for. And I hear they taste nice. I'm going to go for a pork. What about you, mate? Uh, easy Wampa next <laughs> there we go easy Gosh. Yeah, Wampa it'd be eh? why you've got to keep the, it cold do you well they seem to only live in, in Hoff in the ice uh, do they yeah. do they uh, Jedi Survivor mate I know that was something else That's, that was a different species I checked oh is it oh yeah but it is pretty exactly much all what, what did we wickedy wickedy we, 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 wampa <laughs> <laughs> do you like that that's that's what it would be it would be like a hip hop yes. DJ you'd R&B DJ and wickedy he would wampa. be slamming beats for us down at you know Super Star Wars Night 2 wink wink oh, that we're oh. hoping to get off the ground no promises yeah. wink wink uh, <laughs> yeah, keep your ears on the ground <laughs> please please reply to us Disney please let us <laughs> We didn't mean what we said about the delays and Cathy. <laughs> Only joking. No. Only joking. It's not that deep. Yeah. Uh, no, Ryan, it would be my wickedy walk, 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 Wampa. So I like it. Not from Woken. Cheers, just Ryan. Ryan? Ryan? Just Ryan. Just Ryan. Just Ryan. He's, he's just Ryan, isn't he? he? He could be Ryan, but he's just Ryan. We'll add that extra uh, name on, so it's not just Ryan, it's just Ryan. Um, Ryan? Right. Like, Ryan, uh, Ryan, oh, <laughs> just Ryan. <laughs> yeah, you're getting some mileage out of this one, mate. Well, I'm going to get this right, right now. I'm going to get it right. Scotty boy, Sean, sorry, Stevie D, Shawnee boy, thank you, and just Ryan. Thank you so much for your comments and questions this week. Uh, we'd love to know all of your answers to the questions that we were asked today. Just chuck them to us on socials, DM or no. Put him on a put him on a rock and chuck him at us when you see us next. Yeah, uh, do that. But thank you for that. We'll be back again with a load of Patreon questions next week. But that's it. Bartender. 
Sorry about the mess. But that brings an end to our time here this week in the Bantina. It's the Star Wars Sessions Game! Good, 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 good game! Wiggity, wiggity, womp a game! Um... (laughs) Not letting that die anytime soon. No, no, I'm not. T-shirt. Um, uh, every week we end the potty with a cheeky game. This week it's my turn to host. Therefore, it is Matty Boy's turn to play. Matty Boy, are you ready to play this week's game? I am. Ho- hopefully it's a good one. I think I need to be hyped up for it though, mate. It is. It is. Well, beforehand, <laughs> before... <laughs> Before the, we rec- jumped on the recording software today, I was like, game this week, sick, Matt. <laughs> he's he's hyped this up, I can't wait. First thing, it's actually not that good. But uh, no, we've, we've, got some, we've got some audio that we're going to play, okay? We've got five bits of audio. They're all from the Star Wars saga, okay? okay. And I, I want you to tell me what they are. It could be... Are specific scenes it could be ships it could be films oh bonus points if you get all of that but you know i'm not being too strict i'm being pretty flexible with what a a nice guy you will notice that there is a theme okay right okay and it's not the birds it's nothing to do with the birds that seem to be in your room those things are just awful i love i love me an avian species but not at the minute go away i love um, i love me an avian species there we go <laughs> lads i do like I, well because if i said the other thing it would be a soundbite for my brother and your brother so i didn't <laughs> i went with the actual term <laughs> i'm very Touché. excited this week's game touche may boy let's play clip one okay here we go I don't know if you all heard that, but it was me going, mate. Because I, was like, oh no, this is this is deep. Is that is that the opening to Attack of the Clones? Oh, good with guess. The, with the Nubian going through the clouds, it's not. Ah, okay, it's uh, not, mate. It's not. I good good guess. Oh, is I'm, it? I'm, re- I'm reluctant. East? It's not. Oh crap. Um. Yep. Oh, yeah. Right. It's it's a speeder of some sort or or something or. Do you know what? It's one. Of, as soon as you tell me what it is, I'm like, I know what that sound is. But you can, so some, you can get you can you can play again if you want. Give it one want. more go then, and I'll talk over All it right. if needs be. Go, so. on. go on, son. Going through something. Is it and nostalgic? Is it nostalgic? I get it. It's got to be. It's got to be f- from the prequels. Has to be yeah. from the prequels, and I reckon yes, Phantom it Menace. It, yes. Is it the opening to right. the Phantom Menace? No. 
Oh. I actually think I actually think this is the hardest one in retrospect. Right. Um, uh, I'll let I'll, I'll give you one one more guess, but you don't have to take that. You don't have to. You can you can give up if you want. For Phantom you know. Menace, is it the underwater scene going to Otagunga like the ship before the bigger fish gets them? Oh, always a bigger fish. Always a bigger fish. There's always a bigger fish. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not. No, it's not. It's actually Maul's ship. Darth Maul's oh. ship approaching Tatooine before heading to Mos Espa. Oh, to run over Anakin. If anyone out there gets yeah. these, please do let, honestly let us know. He wanted to run over a kid. He did. He did. He's going to have slam any connection with. He, <laughs> you know, he he'll do that. He will do that. That's what and Darth Maul does. Yeah, oh, he don't care. Man. Right, I've got my head in the game now. I get the game now. Okay, I get it. Okay, I know. I know. It's. I know that was a t- tough one. I think you're going to have a much better chance at this one. Okay. Uh Let's play. Let's 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 hear Samboy Sa- Samboy Samboy <laughs> number two. Let's hear Samboy number two. <laughs> You know what, mate? I recognise the music, on. but I can't picture it. I recognise the music. De, 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 de. Oh, no. And Are there's tons of things going on. No, honestly, I'm not. It's it's a horrible thing where I can I can hear it, but I can't visualise it. Um, there's tons of... There's tons of... going on? It's the clones. It's the clones. Um, uh, Is it? <laughs> no, it sounds cloney. I'm cloney. It's prequels. I'm cloney. Cloney, cloney, cloney. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's prequels again, isn't it? It's prequels, yeah. It's prequels. It's not pod racing. It's, it's um, not. It's uh, it's same, oh. t- here's, a, here's a hint. It's the same film. I, I got, that's it. I can hear the. I can hear those different noises, and I can't think what it is. And I'm going to get. You can tell. Here. You can tell Ooh. it's 1999, mate. 1999. <laughs> oh, I can't honestly think for the life of me what this is. Honestly, can't. I recognise the music because I dig it. I have it on my Spotify okay. playlist. Shit. I can put it <laughs> on my Spotify. No, my, my, I've got like a Star Wars music one to listen to when I'm working. Look, look, if, if you're convinced you're not going to get it, I can put no. you out of your misery. You can listen Please to do. it again. Yeah, I'll put it. you out of your misery. It's it's the Trade Federation ships, the invasion, the invasion of Naboo. Coming over the coming over the hill, yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to take no, out some guns. No, 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 not coming over the hill. It's when they literally, you know, the big ships are landing in Naboo, like at the start oh. of the film. I hate the myself start. not being able to get these. My man. Right, I've got to get the next one. I've got to get the next one. You I've do. got to get some credit back here. You do. You do. You do. I recognise okay, I... everything. I just can't picture it. It's 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 crazy oh. how much of a like an audio vernacular there is for Star Wars. Especially 100%. the prequels. The Especially prequels when you know what it is have... as well. I think the prequels have the best sound design. Hot take. Uh could let's play let's play audio number three mate let's see how you do with this one mm. i don't want to get no out of five here we go
short and sweet. Is that Dooku? That's, that's short and sweet. It's not Dooku. Dooku. Shit. It's not Dooku. Shit. It's Let's have another not... that one. Yeah, play it again. There. And is that, that is that the beginning of Attack of the Clones? That's that. No, it's not. It's not the beginning of Attack of the Clones. But yeah. it, again, oh. it's funny that you're getting. Again, it's the right film. You seem to be getting the films I more or less right. The, uh, it's that particular ship sound, like the at the end, because I, I mm-hmm. tried to pick out how real world or how many if they've sampled them for like real world aircraft and that. And that one, um, which I play again, it sounded. Yeah, go on, play again. Because you know, you know it deep down. Oh, yeah, and it's on. not. It's amazing how you forget the films. Uh, so it's not Dooku. It's not the opening. Um, Attack of the Clone. Oh, is it? Um, oh, come on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Is it Slave One? Yes, it is. Yes, yes. Sorry. Well done. Yes. well done. Well done, mate. You yes. don't know how happy I am to get one oh, at least. Those engines that. Are... Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Oh, mate, so good. Uh, <laughs> have we got that on the soundboard still, or has it been? Has it been? Yeah, no, we have. It's our fault. We've got so much Always. on the soundboard this week. Always. We've had more. We've had more. Um, okay, so that was Slave One. Well done. Attack of the Clones. Just before the the, the, the space duel with uh, Kenobi. Um, let's let's play soundboard number soundboard number four. Soundboard. Here we go, Come mate. On, Number four. Sound boy. What? What? What's wrong Say with it? Devon coming out again. I know. I know. It's no. West Country. Here we go. Number four. That's the underwater one. In the Phantom Menace. It's not. It's that kind of cool music. Oh no! I was sh- sure that was the one. Um, uh, no. I'm, <laughs> uh, okay, so it was. You're naughty boy, Matt Hodgson. You're naughty boy. It was that choral music. I was like, that is it. Um, yes, it's similar, and I think it's purposefully similar, but it's not. It's not the same. This is this is tense. This I is know, tough. and I've 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 purposely got like um, themes and sounds that like might sound familiar, but y- you you know you know the pod racing one, you know that you yeah, know yeah, the, yeah. the the music that goes along with duels, but do you know all the music that goes along with ships? Oh, I'm gonna play it one more vehicles. Time. I'm gonna play it one more time, mate. And that, gotta, my friend, especially of the prequel trilogy, that's the theme of this game. So, okay, gone. Attack of the Clones again? It's Attack of the Clones again, yep. Is that Count Dooku ship? At it the end? It is. Yes! It is! Yes! 
the solar sailor the solar sailor the solar sailor yeah the so good sailor more like yes <laughs> yeah. two out of four yeah two out of four mate you're doing good you're doing good and I think you'll get the last one okay. I think you will get it let's play it soundbite okay. number five please let's do it Be anarchy on Tatooine, Attack of the Clones. There we go. Oh, come on. On what? On what? On what? On what? He's on the speeder, isn't he? He's on the That's speeder. It. You've got that beautiful silhouette with his man bun. Oh, he's going to go and slaughter some Tuscans. One of the best scenes, mate. One of the best scenes. Beautiful in the looking and Star Wars. It's, it's stunning. <laughs> Stunningly beautiful. Well done. Three out of five, mate. A rocky start. Very but they were tough. Stuff. I think I, 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 the first one was the hardest. I think I don't know if I would have got that. I mean, there'll the be people one. out there who who will get it instantly. Yeah. And shout yeah. out to those guys. Not me though. I'm not. Let us know if if you got all of those. Let us know. Let us know what you got. Like if you're on the Discord or you know, um, tweet us Instagram. Like, let us know. I, I would be really interested to know like how well people did or how poorly people did mate yeah. but congratulations matey boy i'd say that's a success that's a pass c plus c plus mate c thank plus. you my friend the game was hyped up it lived up to the hype hopefully the new films live up to the hype oh. i'm happy i managed to get over half on a um on a category that i'm not always well versed in the sound of ships so i'll take that mate great game great way to end episode 209 of Star Wars sessions, and that is that for this episode of it. But the fun doesn't end there. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? They can find us at StarWarsSessions.co.uk. Search on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Just search Star Wars Sessions. You you know we're going to be there. Drop us an email or a voice note to hello there at StarWarsSessions.co.uk. Don't forget about that Patreon, guys. Patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions that helps a bunch if you can afford it it would mean the world to us uh, and i just mentioned it we got discord it's like a huge fun family friendly and everyone's really friendly on it everyone's really nice group chat it's fantastic love chatting on there in the mornings uh message us and we may or may not let you in we'll let you in there you go <laughs> We, we, we probably will do. Depends if you're a nutter or not. Um, yeah. But yeah. That, the Discord's free. And if you want to support the show for free as you are now, keep doing what you're doing and listening. And leave us five stars and a rating and a review on your podcast provider of choice. Uh, those five stars genuinely do help the show grow. It gets us out there more. It gets us up the lists and the algorithm, introduces new listeners. And it's another way to hear from all of you each and every week. Yes. And please tell all your Star Wars about us oh, tell your mum tell your dad tell your mates tell your cats tell your Ewok tell your nearest Indiana Jones fan tell yeah. your cousin the more the merrier the castle spicier yes tell the sound of more ship and it's the podcast you're looking for so until next time from me see ya and from Luke and may the force be with you always Ooh, Luke Ooh. Mames Jangold. Knew it. <laughs> Did you? Did you know? You know. It works.
They are Essex-based podcast heroes. You are on this council, but we do not grant you the rank of master.